Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No ketchup, no ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. It's Tuesday, so you know we back in the saddle. We're talking nationwide. We got NFL Week 3 recap. Chiefs, time to panic. We saw what Justin Herbert did to those boys. We're going to talk about MVP odds. We're going to talk about the quarterback ranking. Then, of course, Dak and the boys took care of business last night. We got a couple comments on Dak and, of course, uh, our boy Mike McCarthy smoking off the clock once again. We'll talk about that. NBA media day yesterday. New look Bulls were, were, were getting their flicks off. We saw the Clippers. Everybody, man. I got a bunch of clips for media day. And then we're going to close it out with a little cap, no cap. LeBron talking about he could play in the NFL. He was getting offered contracts. We're going to talk about that. A lot of stuff, a lot of clips, you know, no catch-up. Sports Talk via Chicago, a lot of fun. Let's get it. Big Nick the Quick, what's happening? What's the business? What's going on? Man, not too much. Man, you know, it's Tuesday morning, so of course we're back on the mic. I just got a, I just brewed a fresh cup of OJ, uh, fresh cup of Joe. Fresh so, cup of Joe, a little Tuesday I'm, morning, a little Tuesday morning uh, coffee. How do you, how do you take, I know we talk about coffee from time to time. How do you take yeah. your coffee? Are you a, are you a cream or sugar guy? What do you Man, do? Man, very little cream, very little sugar. Okay. Like, Fair I've been enough. trying to get it to where I don't want any sugar. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get to black eventually, but I'm still a little cream, a little hey, sugar. Come on in, man. Bro, I've been, I've, been on, I've been on I've been on black for like eight years now. This is the best choice I ever made in my life. Okay, yeah, it's funny because when you go to restaurants and they ask you how you take it, you have to emphasize like extremely little cream, or yeah. your shit is gonna come back like fifty fifty milk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like yeah. like yo, what are y'all on? Just very little. Like I'd be on, I'd be on there like very little cream, very little sugar. Bro. Cream That's fucks it. with my stomach. I feel like yeah, yeah. you know, and it's not even like yeah, that dairy that early. Like it just fucks with my stomach. I just like it black. I like the taste of coffee though. Like yeah, I straight, think more of coffee me just tastes good. More it's of it good. to me too is just breaking up a little bit of like my shit be strong, strong. Yeah. So little little cream helps break it down. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But let's get into it, man. NFL week three. Done and dusted in the books. Closed it out last night. The Dallas Cowboys took care of business mm-hmm. at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. I've been on Dallas. I've been off Philly all year. Yeah. I had Dallas and all my pickums. I love Dallas in that spot. Going home, opening the stadium for the year. They had they they've been on a tough road game in Tampa. Then they had a tough road game last week. Where were they last week? Uh, they played. Where did Dallas play? They won. They beat. Uh, I shouldn't have put you on the spot like that. But yeah, I, they, yeah. They, I'm, they were, I don't know. Why, I don't know why I'm yeah, blanking on who fault. they beat. But yeah. <laughs> they were on the road either way. Yeah, they get back home. You know what I'm saying? They they uh. 
they get to open up the oh they played uh they played in LA against the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. That's what defense defense slowed the Chargers up. Mm -hmm. A little help from the refs, but listen, they went to Tampa, then they went to LA, then they got home. So I love that spot for Dallas. They took care of business last night. Defenses looked a lot better. Defenses looked a lot better. Let's uh let's jump into this NFL week three. Do you want to start with the game last night or you want yeah. to touch? Let's all right, let's yeah, start, let's start, yeah, start last night. Go ahead. What do you think of it? What do you think of the game? Dak got in there, looked good. Dak has looked incredible across the board. Dak has looked great. Their offenses look balanced. The running game has looked great. They got the two-headed monster with Pollard and Zeke. Zeke looks Zeke back, actually you know, looked better last night. Looked really strong last yeah. night. As touchdown runs, he was fighting for those yards. Um, I thought the game plan was excellent. You know, Mike McCarthy aside, I thought the game plan was excellent. <laughs> I thought defensively, some hold of on, stuff... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't say that in the same sentence. You can't do him that bogus. Because I, I don't know, think I know we don't like. Look, I know we, we don't yesterday. like McCarthy, but you we, can't say the game plan looked excellent listen, and the listen. guy that drew the game plan up. No, he didn't. Say? No, he didn't. We talked about more? we talked about this yesterday with what we want Nagy to ultimately do is step away and just hand over the duties and be a CEO. Right? The principal doesn't teach the class. So I think no. McCarthy is in there just, you know, he, he he's, he's, he's CEO and doing his shit. thing. He's supposed to be clock managing, allegedly. He doesn't know how to do that. But I think it's Kellen Moore that's putting together that plan on the offensive side. Defensively, it's 100% Dan Quinn putting that together. And I think that it's meshing well. I think defensively uh, between Diggs and what's my man, the rookie Parsons, who's a monster. Yeah. Um, those guys are playing lights out. They've got a good plan, putting a lot of pressure. Attack the Eagles. The Eagles offensively, I don't really know what they're trying to accomplish. Um, they look they look confused, but Dallas took advantage of it. Then offensively, look, they can score, they can score whenever they want to, I feel like. You know, that's really what the, the long that's bombs the really CD, like. which which makes the decision going into halftime even more baffling. And we can continue to talk about that because it's important. Like it matters. You're not always gonna be playing against a Philadelphia Eagles team with no talent. Like you're gonna start playing some good teams. And clock management's going to matter. But all around, I thought that they played a great game and they got some talent. And I think that uh, it's probably like one of those things that going into the season, like, and I was one of these people, too, that wanted to pick Washington or somebody else because you just didn't trust the D. But it's like I in hindsight, Dallas, it's like, yeah. yeah, Dallas was clearly the choice in the NFC East. They're going to run away with that division. If you've seen the Giants play, if you've seen the Eagles, or if you've seen the Skins, um, or I'm sorry, WFT, the um, th that's the best team. By far, Dak is having an MVP caliber season, but the running game—the running game is key. I don't want to—I don't want to let that let that go. I mean, what they have like 160 yards on the ground yesterday. Hey, let me say this very loud and clear. I know nine of them were from Dak scrambles and such, but 41 team carries. Yeah, on the ground. Pound, pound, well, you know me. You feel me? 30, 34 were were. All, all, a vast majority of them from running backs, but then we had CD Lamb with the carry. But take away thirty-two carries on the ground with with, with that balance, y'all listen. If you could get Dak to only throw it twenty-six times and he goes twenty-one of thirty-six, and then you could pound him to death on the ground and pick up one hundred and sixty yards, you'll do that every week. You're going to be you very, want. very good on offense, like very, very good on offense. Yeah. So. And we talk about it all the time. We talk about like Tennessee or teams like that. Nobody wants to defend the run all day. Yeah. No one wants to do it. No one wants to see the ball carry 41 times. No NFL defense wants to deal with that. They would much rather you throw the ball 10 times out of 10. So, yeah. Out of the pure physicality of it. Yeah. yeah no Dak doubt. 21 and 26, 238, three touchdowns. That's an easy day at the office. And Dak's fine with that, too. 
Both Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott over five and a half a carry. Yeah. So easy. That's that that's gonna be tough to contain. Go ahead and jump into go ahead and jump into McCarthy and the time management. Yeah, so I mean last week we saw the game last week against the Chargers. What they're coming down, I think they're set up for what would look like a 59-yard field goal at the time. Or was it was a 58, maybe 56. Long field goal. He has what 20 seconds left. And instead of trying to run another play, knowing you have two good running backs and you've been gashing them all game, right? Because Pollard Pollard was killing them last week. You let the clock run down. Um and have your kicker kick a longer field goal instead of trying to go for any yardage in that game, right? That was to win the game. So that was his first thing last week. And if you watch any of him in Green Bay, clock management has always been an issue. Yeah. It so has. it's yesterday, right? He has two timeouts. There's a minute and 50 seconds left, and it's third and 24. Mind you, the Eagles have not been able to move the ball all game. Their only touchdown at that point in time had come from a defensive strip sack in the end zone. So they hadn't been able to move the ball the entire game, right? It's third and 24. There's zero chance of them picking this up, right? Um, they run a screenplay. Well, first off, you could have called the timeout right there and stopped it and then ha- at a minute 50. It's your choice if you want to take the timeout into the next possession or call the timeout right there. Again, with your ability to score quickly, I would have taken the timeout right there and given my offense more time as opposed to giving them the timeout because you yeah. can always clock the ball, yeah. right? They run a play. They pick up like 16 on this screen pass. It's now like fourth and six, fourth and five, right? And now there's, I want to say, a there's minute, 50, there's 51 seconds. There's like 50, 52 seconds yeah. left, something like that. Instead of calling a timeout, he lets them run the clock down. The Eagles gladly run the clock down, right? And mind you, the Eagles are getting the ball back in half, right? So that you, you have a chance to score quickly and make it a three-score game going into the half as opposed to a two-score game in the half when they're going back, coming the ball back. Because if they score down there, now it's a one-score game, right, where you don't want to be. Instead of calling the timeout, mind you, he has two of them at this point in time. He has two. Two. So there's no, you can't take them with you. They don't multiply. They don't, they don't gain interest. <laughs> you, know, you can't do anything with them. They don't carry over, right? It's not a rollover timeouts. He lets the clock run down. They let it run down. They punt. And he ends up taking a kneel down and not running any offensive plays when a situation where you could have had two minutes to do so. To it's me, not, it's egregious. It's egregious. And it's, you're lucky you're playing against a bad team because, again, a good team comes out of the second half and scores and now puts the pressure on you. I just don't – I watched both broadcasts and heard them talking about this. No, Greasy was going to lose his mind. Payton and Eli were going to lose their mind. I called you – you answered the phone saying, what is he doing? Yes, I knew exactly when you called me. I knew exactly what you were about to say. You don't even have to know football to know that well to know something's not right going on there. And yet they shoot to him and he just looks befuddled. Yo, that's the funny part. He has no idea. Yo, ESPN shoots to him and and you can like see the indecision like in his face and in his body language. Like, what do I do? Am I supposed to stop the clock here? Should I stop the clock? Bro, you it's not even a discussion. You call a timeout and you give Dak the ball back with 50 seconds and one timeout to try to go down and get three points. Easy. There's no other explanation. We're not talking about your quarterback is Zach Wilson. We're not talking about your offense doesn't move the ball or can't do anything. We're talking about giving the ball back to Dak, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, Pollard, and the rest of the boys who have been moving the ball 
almost at will against Philly last night. 100%. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. If, if you call the timeout on third down, right, which is a minute and 50, they run a play. Your play probably stops at a minute 35. You call another timeout. You're going to have like a minute 20 to run the play. Throw something long, go out of bounds, clock it, whatever you got to do. Yeah. All you got to do is, worst case scenario, get into field goal range. They're back at like the 30 at this point in time, right? So the punt, I mean, there's so many different things that could happen. And again, you were moving the ball at will. You had completed like a 60 or 70-yard bomb to C.D. Lamb. Like the defense was reeling. They didn't want to see you again. And you choose to go into the half without running any plays and give the ball back to them to come out. It's truly incredible. It, 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 I don't understand. And this is McCarthy's been a head coach of the NFL for 10-plus years. It didn't affect the outcome, but you you they think could, it's, it very well could have. You think it's going to come out in the playoffs or something Ab- in a big absolutely. spot where we've it's seen like, it. We've yeah. seen it. We've seen decision making. What's my favorite game? Texans Chiefs playoffs a couple years ago when Bill O'Brien just just gave you a master class in what not to do in a football game because you have no <laughs> idea of how to how to play situational football. Like yeah, that stuff matters as a head, especially if you're a head coach. And it's pretty clear that you're not you're not a game plan head. You're you're the you're the CEO type head coach, right? Like yeah. the one thing you have to know how to do is to manage the clock and play situational football. If you don't know what to do in those situations, That's your only it can job. very well cost you a game against a better team. Imagine that same situation against the Chiefs. Imagine that same if you're talking about this team being a playoff contender, right? And having to go win playoff games, that stuff matters. And clearly there's nobody telling him, like, hey, man, yo, take the fucking timeout. What are you doing? You have two. Yeah, facts. You don't take two timeouts into the half. I agree. It's crazy to me that, yeah, I think that that's 100% going to come back, and I'll be very worried about that. And, again, it's not like this is a one-time thing. He just did it last week, and it was a major problem in Green Bay. Yeah, so we'll leave that there. Cowboys get the W, though, 41-21. They look to be dangerous. As Baker Mayfield would say, the Cowboys look good to start the season, so we'll leave that there. Let's move over to Kansas City. Chiefs take an L at home. That's two straight losses, first time in a minute. Uh 30-24 Chargers. I had a lot of money on the uh, the Chiefs, and they let me down. But I want to talk about why why you think this is happening i can kind of give my my two cents on it but they turned the ball over three times in the first quarter not the first half not the game the first quarter they still have a chance to win the game but they couldn't get stops against herbert and the chargers are you worried about the chiefs and and what's going on in kansas city yeah, it's not necessarily – I mean, defensively, they've always kind of been this way. Like, they, 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 their defense has been shaky, right? I know they've played well at spots, uh, but I just think overall their defense has always been shaky. The thing that worries me, it, it, it kind of just seems like they believed what everybody's been kind of saying about them, that you can just roll in and they're just going to score 50. Like, they've been living by the gun now for, like, two years. Yo, right? one, like, in, one in ten against the spread in their last 11. Yeah, so exactly. Like, they – exactly. So, like, they have been living by the gun for the last two years. Like, they had a lot of games like this last year. But it's like, oh, even this game as we're watching it, right, because we had this on the other screen. Yeah. Um, We're like, oh, so they're just going to come back. It's whatever, right? Like, they could be down 21 nothing, And you're like, oh, they're going to come back. And I think that they believe that. And, like, of course, you should believe you can win a game. But, like, they believe that going into the game. And that's a problem. 
So, I mean, even like the Mahomes pick, the one where he did some Mahomes shit and ends up getting See, picked off. It's like. That's where, that's why, that shit really pissed me off. You think he just can't even do it? Because. I, I think it's. You know when you start doing no look passes and shit, maybe it's maybe it's twenty eight to ten. This is the first fucking drive of the game. It's zero zero. You're coming off a loss at home against a divisional opponent, and you're missing no look passes, which end up getting picked off on the first drive of the game. I, I don't want to tell Mahomes not to be Mahomes, but I think there's better spots where you could pick and choose and decide when you want to do no-look passes. And I don't think they're on the first drive of the game when you're going down to get points and want to get a, a win against a division foe at home. Save that shit for when you're up three, four touchdowns or three touchdowns or 10 points, whatever it is. A better situation than that because that shit flipped the game right there. Right. You turn the ball over. You're, you're on your way to get points. Get the game off to a good start. And you throw an egregious no-look pass for no reason to a guy that's wide open in the middle of the field and ends up being behind him, tipped up in the air, and they make a great play to get an interception. But pick and choose when you want to do no-look quarterback passes. Well, I think you made a good point, too. That did flip the game. If you look at the score, statistically, the Chiefs outgained them on offense, more first downs, more passing yards, all that. And they ran – I mean, the Chiefs ran for 186 yards. Edward Jalera was running all over the place. But the two turnovers by Mahomes were huge. They had four. They had four total turnovers. Four total turnovers, and and the Chargers. I don't think they had any. Right. So I mean, it, it that made the difference. That's the difference in the ball game right there. You beat them offensively, but you lose the ball game. It comes down to the turnover game and stuff like that. I think, like you said, is kind of coming out with that laissez-faire attitude of just like whatever. You know what I mean? We're gonna throw no look passes. We're gonna come out here, make do some and one mixtape shit. We're not gonna protect the football. <laughs> no facts though. Right. Right, which was the issue last week too. So I mean, you you got to protect the football. So yeah, simple as that. That's just that's just what it is, right? So it wasn't it a big fumble. It was a big fumble last week against the Ravens. Yeah, they had, they had and they had another one. They had a big yeah. fumble last week. They had a big fumble this week. Two, yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, it's just and that stuff flips the game. You can't put the ball on the ground. You can't give the ball to the other team. Um. So I mean, like, yeah. Hey, so what, 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 if yeah. you're the Chiefs or not, anybody? Like, I, I get you're the Chiefs. You can't turn the ball over three times in the, the first quarter. Over. Especially against a, a team like the Chargers that can score, can score. And, and expect to to go down and win a game. Hey, and they're trying to prove something too, right? Like Herbert, this, you're, you're trying to prove something. Like if you're the Chargers, you're trying to show this thing is for real. Like you said, it's a divisional game. That's a huge road. This is a type of win. If you're the, I don't forget what their head coach's name is. And know he's a young dude. But yeah. if you're a win, if you're the Chargers, uh, going into Arrowhead and getting a victory against the Chiefs. It's huge. Your you whole, you take that the whole around. year. Right. If you're Herbert, you're like, okay, yeah, I am that guy. I threw four touchdowns on Arrowhead. I am that dude, right? I got a W. Like, I can carry this. You build on that. You reference back to that the whole year. So, yeah, you thought that they were going to come in there and, and fuck around? Like, not. Nah, that's not the case. Like, they were ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't bullshit in the NFL, man, especially when you're the hunted. And, like, they are the hunted. I don't care who won last year. Like, they've been in the last two Super Bowls. Mahomes is the talk of the town. Like, they are the hunted. Teams are going to come in there and give you their best shot. Again, especially with teams with something to prove. So where would you say your level of concern is with the Chiefs overall? Well, I think it's I think it's starting to creep because the, we talk about them and we talk about Super Bowls. I'm not talking about they're going to make the playoffs. 
They're going to win the division most likely. Maybe not, though. They're Maybe one, they're not, one, though. Is they're the one and two hey, in the division, right? Hey, the Chargers look good, right? Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. I, th- I still think they make the playoffs. It's so early, right? There's right. And, and, there's an, and there's an extra game. Of course. So yeah. Yeah. it's super early. It is, but it is starting to creep where – because this is, all, this is coming from last year, too. They had that same, like, laissez-faire attitude. Yeah. I think even in the Super Bowl. They they had this they had this brash confidence like that they could just go out and bust niggas skulls whenever they want to on O. And, and Todd and, Bowles and, is like, and, no sir. And it could <laughs> right, and it could bail and it could bail them out of anything. And it's yeah. starting to show that that's not necessarily that's not the, the case. case. That's not the let's, case. Let's talk about Justin Herbert for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Player. Um because this guy I, is is a is a true monster. In my eyes, it's pretty good. The way the ball comes out, the placement. He has a hey, he hey. I'm gonna say this too. He got a lot of players over there in LA. Yeah, like Keenan Allen. Their skill players are very good. Mike Williams. Mike like, Williams. Yeah, like the, their skill guys are very very good. But I would even go out and say that Justin Herbert is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. So I I put it to you like this. Is he the best young quarterback in the NFL, which is those guys like, you know, in that first three years. So you're talking about him. You're talking about Burrow. You're talking about Kyler Murray. You're talking about – that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, he the, is he the best of that group? Yeah. I think he is. Okay. I would I would, I would would take Justin Herbert over K1 and Burrow. They're all very, very good. Obviously over Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. <laughs> but yo, this guy, this guy, honestly, take this for what it is. He reminds me of like Aaron Rodgers. He really does. And I know, and I know people will say like, that's crazy to say. I don't, I'm not trying to hear it. The way the ball comes out of his hand, a lot of his talent, mo- his mobility. He, he reminds me of Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like simple as that. He he's big in the pocket. He, he looks like an elite smooth. quarterback. He looks like, like he looks like an elite. Like it's like oh yeah, you see some throws and you're like yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah, like, he bro. looks like one of those guys, a hundred percent. Like yeah, and more times than not, it's happening in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's not a lot of like rolling out and a lot of bullshit and no. a lot of broken plays. He's seven step dropping and throwing shit all over the place. Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm legit. He's up there, top ten guys. Yeah, they trust him too. That's the thing. Like they trust. You can't they, do they, they nothing but trust him. You they know what they I'm believe saying? it. They're like, yo, this is you. Like this is you. And he and you look at it last year. I mean, he came in as a rookie again. He got a lot of hype going into his last year at Oregon, right? And then was kind of he was good, but he didn't. I don't think you know he 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 wasn't Burrow, right? Burrow kind of stole his shine. Yeah. Um, I watched him against ASU, and I was like, yo, this dude sucks. Like yeah. this guy's because he's supposed to be like a number one pick. I'm like, this guy's trash, right? Yeah. So comes in, the expectation to kind of cool down was still the first round pick. Obviously, the shit with Tyrod happens. He wasn't even named the starter, right? The shit with Tyrod happens, and he comes in and he plays lights out. Right. Lights he's out. Carried, he's carried that into this year. Again, we talk about going into Arrowhead, universally known as one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. And the guy throws four touchdowns. Yeah. You know, I mean, just I mean. Like I, I've, I'm on record, very much saying that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes. That's I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. He, he, him, and Josh Allen remind me of 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 Aaron Rodgers. I think Allen's a little different, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean as far as like just some of the things they do. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, is, give this, me, is this one of those we we don't talk Patrick Mahomes conversations? 
Well, no, Patrick Mahomes is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Herbert is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. I mean, Mahomes is that guy. Like, let's not get it. Let's not get it yeah. twisted. Um, I mean, my top ten is probably what Mahomes. This is in no particular order. We can we should do. I should order it out one day. But Mahomes, Mahomes Brady, Rogers, Stafford, Russell, Russ, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Herbert, Dak. Then it then it gets to like Derek Herbert. Carr. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly would take Herbert before I took Derek Carr. No, okay, that's not saying a lot, but yeah, but, but Derek because Derek Carr's so been good, balling. Derek Carr's been balling his ass off. Yeah, no question. <laughs> in big spots, and they've been in tough situations all three of their games, and Derek Carr has delivered. Whether it be the overtime, uh, whether it be the Baltimore game, like yeah, he has delivered. Um, I mean, he's still he's throwing he's throwing for four hundred yards a game. Yeah, he's yeah. So and yeah, he's 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 been lights out. But yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Herbert of that group. I don't know, man. Above Murray is higher for me, but they're right. They're right there. Yeah. No. I mean, I. How about this? I think in the right spot and and opportunity, you would have a better. You would have. I think you'd have an easier time. Winning scheming, with Herbert. Scheming against K1. I don't know if they're – it's hard to scheme against guys that can stand in the pocket and just fire away. If if you get protected, I think if you could cut off – if you could keep – obviously, this is very tough to do, but you keep guys like K1 and them in the pocket or try to keep them as much as you can in the pocket, he's not a pure thrower as, as, as good as Justin Herbert. And yeah. I think – Hey man, say what you want, bro. The you know who wins the Super Bowls? Pure pocket pass. throwers that are sitting in the pocket. I mean, Mahomes can do both, can do it all. But yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, man, shout out to Justin Herbert. Big big love for me. He yeah. looks phenomenal. Absolutely. And he like he's gonna be around for about a dub. Oh, for sure. So that type of talent. My kid's gonna be rooting for Herbert. Type that type shit. of talent. And I think the Chargers fans deserve it after uh, all those years of Philip Rivers. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. no <laughs> doubt. Um, anything else on NFL week three before we move over to the NBA media day? Bills smoked, Bills rolling. We don't have to talk about guess, Browns, Bears. Hey, add- if you want to get our takes on the Bears, go listen to yesterday's well, episode. I, well, now apparently there's a three-headed quarterback battle, but we don't even need to get into yeah, that. We hey, listen, man, we're not we're no longer talking. We're not giving this 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 clown anymore. I mean, we're going to give him 15, 16 more weeks of airtime with the uh, the Monday shit, but we're not talking about this on Tuesday. Tuesday's about feeling good. I would ask you this, though. So yeah. another team – that's supposed to be a contender that's kind of struggling out the gates as the Seahawks at one and two. Yeah. Um, tough game in Minnesota. I think that that was, we, we even talked about like, that was the stay away. That's like, yeah, 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 tough spot. Right. But they go over there, they lose, obviously they fall to one and two. Um, do you have concern about them and what is obviously, I mean, they're not going to win that di- division. I do have concern because they got, a, they got, they, they live in a murderer's role of a division. Right. Have they even played a divisional game yet? Um, they play Tennessee. They didn't they open here. I got it right here. Hold on. I think they opened the year with. They opened the year. No, they haven't. They opened they the year with the Colts. Colts. Yeah, they Titans, so they Vikings. haven't even started. They haven't even started their divisional games yet. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm a. I don't know if concern is the right word, just because they always have a quarterback and they're always going to be solid. But man, dude, in this day of the NFL, concerning is like winning ten games now. 
Like, are you going to make the playoffs winning 10 games? Well, especially in that division. Like, that's again, where we're at. The, the, Ram, the Rams look like, yeah, the Rams are looking real 16 and 1, 15 and 2 ish. So that's, that's what, but like, that's where we're at in the NFL. Yeah. 10 games. I don't know if that shit going to do anything for you. Right. You're going to, you're, you're like a very mediocre team in 10 games. Right. So we'll see. We'll see how that shakes. Anything on Rams, Bucks, real quick. I didn't catch a lot of it because I was, uh, I had a little barbecue. I, I ran the fishing yeah. trip at a little barbecue, but the the Rams. I mean, Rams. Sta- hey, Rams Stafford. not fucking. Yeah, they Sta- not fucking around. Stafford, he can do so much more with Stafford than he could do with golf, which obviously we knew. But I guess I just didn't realize. I was watching that game, um, and like it, to me, it was like, man, I, again, I watched Matt Stafford for thirteen years in Detroit, and he was good, but it was never like, oh my god, Stafford, like you know, right, um. You don't realize how good he actually and how much of a disservice Detroit did to him. Is McVay uh, this all good? Those years. Yeah, I think so. And they just got so many players, man. Like they got so many playmakers on D. They got so many playmakers on offense. Cooper Cup looks like the best receiver in the NFL right now. Like those guys are just they're, they're just firing all cylinders. Like they went in there and they made it tough on the Bucks. And that Bucks defense is suspect. It's like fucked. if they're not getting turnovers and pick sixes and making nah, their, huge plays, their pass very defense suspect. is sus. Very, very sus. Yeah. So no, nah. so that's all I got on that. I mean, you know, Brady. I think Brady looks sharp. He still, you know, did his thing, but they confuse him a bit. I think this is for me as the weeks go on. It's just like this guy McVeigh is that good because Jared Goff is very mediocre, and he took that boy to the Super Bowl. And now Stafford gets over there, and we've seen him for years being in the same division, and he looks like one of the best quarterbacks, and he looks like the best quarterback in the league. Oh, he looks legitimate MVP. It, yeah, he looks like unto- like unstoppable. Shout out Dan Orlovsky, who said that when they made the trade. He was like, "Yo, Stafford's going to be an MVP candidate over there," which yeah. is yeah, it's just crazy because yeah, again, we've seen so much Matt Stafford football, and again, he was always good, but it was never like oh, St- like you know, we watch Rodgers too, and it's like yeah, there's different right, but Stafford looks like that guy. He plays with a ton of confidence. You can tell they feed off that. Like, if you're some of those defensive players, we watch it with the Bears. It's like, yo, when you know you're giving the ball back to a bum, right, after you go all out and you're giving the ball back to a guy who's not going to do anything with it, you you, you kind of get tired of it by quarter three, quarter four. Yeah, They're playing for four quarters because they know that Stafford is going to do something with it. For McVay sure. knows he can call the plays for Matt Stafford, right? So you're seeing them do a lot of plays and call. You saw week one against the Bears, some of the deep deep shots, like, you only do that when you have confidence in your quarterback. Sure. I, uh, yo, really quick. I don't understand this ESPN QBR thing. I've never seen anybody in the 90s. Like, every, the, well, you know how they, number one that you know, year, the yeah. <laughs> years ago when we were 12 and four. You know how there's like the passer rating, then there's like this yeah. ESPN QBR. Yeah. It's like, I've been seeing people, Stafford, 27 of 38, 343, four touchdowns. 89.5. 89.5. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, this, you could, could have done better. The highest is a hundred, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't understand. How, like, how do you get in the nineties in this shit? I don't, I don't understand. Maybe the stack um, hurts them, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's an interesting thing. I gotta, I'd have to do a, a deep dive on that. But let's move over to NBA Media Day, man. NBA is here. It's here. It's live. Man, I'm I'm so Crazy. excited. Are you? I'm I'm kind of all in on these 2021 Bulls. I'm just ready to kind of see what happens again. I think that uh, we've been so like negative the last few years with the Bulls. Yeah, and we've just wanted talent in the building. 
And it's so easy, like it's so Bulls fans to to get the moves and then pick them apart like crazy and literally only focus on the negative. Yeah. And I'm just I think you no, brought I it up. You, you kind of brought said. me to yeah, you brought me here to the like yo, yo, focus on the positive. We have legitimate NBA players that have accomplished things that are professionals in the building to play with the guys that we already had. So it's it's kind of like, yeah, as I'm watching the media, we have day, NBA I'm like, players I'm like, on the roster. It's like, man, we got Lonzo Ball, we got DeMar DeRozan, we got a full off season of Vooch. Hold on, we got check Zach them out. Levine after the Olympics. Like, look at that. Yeah, those are legitimate. That's a lot those of points. Those are legitimate NBA yeah. buckets right there. Absolutely. So I think that is big, man. I uh, when you said that you're so excited for the NBA, is the Bulls the first thing that came to mind, or is it? Well, so like, I'm always overall? excited about the NBA, right? But I'm always excited to watch other. Th- things like i think going into last year i had some excitement about the bulls just because of the donovan thing but i think like i watched so many games that it just became demoralizing because just defensively we were so bad yeah just personnel wise yeah um we didn't have any this, players yeah we just didn't have any players and that became obvious whereas this year it's like yo i think that we have a lot of players we have some guys that can do things um and so yeah the first thing i am excited about is to watch my own team now, obviously, there's other stuff I'm, I'm excited about. I want to see what happens with these Lakers. I want to see what the full season the Nets looks like. I want to see if you're going to get Kyrie at home games. Uh, I want to see if Wiggins is going to get deported. You know, I want to see all that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just thought, yeah, it, it starts, it, it really does start with the Bulls. It's like seeing that picture you just showed. Like when I saw that yesterday, I was like, come on, let's get it. Let's, yeah. let's get it, man. Like, hey, whatever happens, like it's excitement. It's legitimate something we haven't seen yet. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. So, Hope. It's hope. hope. It's hope. It's hope. Sell These guys hope. Are buckets. I sell hope. Yeah. We told <laughs> we told them we wanted. We told them we wanted to bring him. Even like a Caruso edition. It's like, yo, that's that's good D- defender, right? Winner. Hustle I mean, guy. Listen, Those guys have always done well with the Bulls. Previously, people were trying to sell me on Otto Porter being a great <laughs> a great addition. People were also telling me that Sadoransky was a great addition. So yeah, this is a. a a way better situation and something that I could actually sink my teeth in and believe just enjoy in. Enjoy sure. it. Yeah, Bulls fans, just enjoy it. Just sit back, see what happens. The Give East is loaded, by the way. Very much so. I was looking at the East, bro, because I was just looking through media stuff. The East is loaded. Washington, hey, say what you want. They sent Russell to LA and got a haul back. They did get some. They got guys, uh, guys they that got, can play immediately. They got NBA players. That guys can that can play. play immediately. Yeah. Say what you want about Kyle Kuzma. He's a decent NBA player. KCP can can shoot it and play D. Graham Harrell's a decent NBA player. They got Hachimura over there. They got my boy. um, Graham Harrell was a Texas Tech quarterback that threw 55 touchdowns. You talking about Montrez Harrell? Montrez Harrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Graham Harrell. Harrell. Yo, I, th- <laughs> I think Graham Harrell's the offensive coordinator for somebody right he now. He is. He's the offensive coordinator. And it's so funny you're talking about this because wherever Kings he's at USC, I think. Yeah, I think that sounds right. I think you know? I think they hired Kingsbury, and then when they got rid of Kingsbury, they ended up bringing in or Kingsbury took the uh, the Cardinals job. They took Graham Harrell. Shout out Graham Harrell. Yeah, man. It might, be, it might be USC. It's either SC or he's at Tech. Yeah, he's at. Yeah, Shout out Graham Harrell, man. Hey, man. But listen though, this this Washington team is a lot is vastly improved. We got obviously we got Brad Bear, right? They got KCP. Oh, the, yo, they added Sten, Uh, they added Dinwiddie. Yeah, it's a big addition. Big addition. They lost Russell. Added they lost Russell Westbrook at point. Added Dinwiddie, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, KCP. Yep. I mean. 
I'm a huge Russell fan. Rui Hachimura. They got Rui Hachimura, but I'm. He's going to miss the start of the season, but he he was looking good towards the end of last year. A lot of talent. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Did they fire Scott Brooks too? Um. I think they did. I, I don't know. So. Yeah, if they I fired, don't know. For yeah, I sure. think they did fire Scott Brooks, and that's always a win. Um, <laughs> so, but listen, the East is loaded, man. So the, it's yeah, he's gonna, gone. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun on the East side and to see where the Bulls land. But there's there's some tough comp. A lot of teams got better. Miami got better for sure. Um, Washington Kyle Lowry. We talk about it. The Heat. The Heat have a specific type of guy they want to go for. And Kyle Lowry. I don't tell me about age or anything like that because Kyle Lowry is a game yeah. that ages well. It has aged well, and he fits into exactly what they want to do. Absolutely. Easy. Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler are going to bully folks daily. They got somebody else who's a bully too, right? Yeah, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Yeah, he's there to, no, no, I thought they, oh yeah, they did get PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah, PJ Tucker, yeah Milwaukee yeah. let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah PJ Mo- Tucker. Another guy. These guys are there to do one thing. Spolster is fine. Yeah, Spolster's like, give me a couple guys that can score, and then give me a rest of goons. And you got, you got, you you do UDs back for another year out there. Shout out Haslam. Yeah, that, that tells you everything you know about the Heat that they keep giving him a deal to not play. And when he did play one game last year, he came in and got ejected. It just, <laughs> it just shows. How big that how big culture yeah. the heat culture it's, is. Yeah. And other it's guys see that important. too. It's very important. It's like yo, this important. guy doesn't play, he's probably first in the gym, working out daily, yelling at folks, like he's in there coaching. Yeah. Love it, man. I love I love the heat culture. See if Hero can get his head right. Absolutely. Yo, hey. If Duncan big he saw Duncan get that money, he's like, Hold on, I need to get yeah, my head wait right. A wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hey, I did hey, I did come across this. Because this is a big thing for us. We've talked about this a bunch. Our big thing with Luka Doncic is that the offseason comes, he disappears, starts smoking hookah, beef starts stew. drinking, eating all types of shit. Slovenian beef stew. He just goes and kicks it in the summer just like any, uh, any of us would. But we just happen not to play point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. Here's a picture. Of Luca 2020 Media Day versus Luca 2021 Media Day. Big Nick the Quick. For those who aren't watching on YouTube, I can't believe he came in in 2020 looking like that. Yo, I can think of. He looks like he's <laughs> about 20 pounds lighter. It needs to be in the 2021 Media Day picture versus the 2020 picture. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Good. That's how you need to be. I think you know, like it's it's not a joke, man. Like you you Luca makes enough money. Like like again. If me and you want to, like, lose a bunch of weight and go on a diet, it's not necessarily going to be enjoyable because we don't have a personal chef. We don't have trainers at our disposal. We got to get up and go to the gym. We got to get up and go grocery shopping. If you're Luca, like, look at what LeBron does. It's like, yo, I got a team of people, and they keep they make sure I'm right. Like, the food that I'm eating is great. You know what I mean? The trainers come into me. All I got to do is dedicate a few hours a day per this to doing this, and it's going to do that much more for my career. So when you see a guy who's not in shape in the NBA, to me, especially a top flight player who's making good money, to me, it's a choice. It's like, yo, I'm not prioritizing this at all. You know, like, look what, look what it did for Embiid last year. Like, it took him to a whole yeah. nother level. And he even said it. I just hired some folks that kept me accountable. So yeah. bring your stretch person. Bring your trainer. Bring your chef. Like, it's not going to be a negative for you. It's only going to make you better. Look so at when this I see man. him look like that, man, like, look at his neck. Look at his face. Like, he looks a lot better. That's a problem. He was already giving you 30 out of shape. <laughs> yeah, he was giving you, you 30 out of shape. 
Thir- so thir- it'll never hurt eight. to get in shape. Like it, it, it's never a bad thing. Never be like, yeah, he's too much in shape, man. He's, he's really fucked this game. You right. know what I mean? Like it's never gonna hurt you to get in shape. It's only gonna make you better, especially when we go back to that episode we did last year when you brought up those fourth quarter stats for him. It was clear he deteriorated in the fourth quarter and was a different player. Yeah, and that was due to being out of shape. So again, Facts. bringing him in in shape. Hopefully that'll make a difference, and that's winning time, bro. If even the haircut, yeah, all of it. He looks like he he a little he just look a little more. Yeah, twenty twenty. He's like, yeah, I just bust y'all ass. I'll show up. Like it's not whatever. hard, I'm man. Good. Now he's like, damn, I could I could really lock in. I almost won the gold fucking medal. Yeah, first Slovenia your career. Like, yeah. come on, so, man. You, you, we talk hey. about how is LeBron still so good? How is Brady still so good? Those guys are obsessive over their body. Don't let this boy show up. And tip top, he's gonna don't, go ballistic. Don't let the definition show up in his arms and all he, that. Man. He's gonna yeah. go ballistic. So. so hopefully he keeps it up throughout the year. You know, he keeps the chef, the trainer, whatever he did. Um, and if I'm the teams, I'm also like, yo, you're, this is our this is our chef. He's fucking assigned to you. Yeah, it's you want worth best? Yeah, yeah. Like again, Embiid. Look at Embiid last year. That's all you need to see. The biggest difference with Embiid, what he do? He got in shape. Was a problem the whole year. Major. Nobody wanted it. like, oh wow, this guy finally gives a shit. Like, yeah, okay. Hey, let me uh, let me give you an option here. I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna give you an option if you would like to talk about this or not. Do you want to talk about the vaccine and the players not getting it? Yes. Or okay, Big yes. Nick the Quick wants to dive in. I should have pulled the clip, but we had. Let me actually go get it since you want to talk about it. Give me give me your thoughts on the initially the players and not getting the vaccine and you know ninety percent of the league's vaxxed, but there's some big head that's not. Brad Beal's one of them. Andrew Wiggins is one of them. What are your thoughts? My problem with, like, the Brad Beal is, like, the dumb shit. Like, first, so, like, I guess with Brad Beal, they asked him about it, right? And he's like, well, my question would be to everybody who's gotten vaccine, vaccinated is why are you still getting COVID-19? And it's like, bro, we, we've been over this, like, 150,000 times. Like, ad nauseum. Like, everybody knows it's not to protect you from getting COVID-19. It's to, ne- it's to lessen the effects if you do, right? Um, So it's just, like, stuff like that and that, that kind of misinformation and – and if that's like if that's your stance on it, like it's not this. You can't be like, well, the information I've, re- I've I've researched because you haven't researched anything. If that's what you're coming back with, Kyrie, again, like we've been talking about this for years, man. Kyrie is a masterful basketball player, very entertaining. Uh, hit one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. But the guy, what was it? What was the tweet that uh, was that editor that sent through? He's a contrarian without a cause. He's a contrarian without a stance. Without a, it was, it, it was without a cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's true. He's just against shit for the sake of being against shit. So like, you hear him get up there and kind of talk about, it, and he's talking about his tribe and and all these things. And like, I, I just again, man, I, I don't, I don't necessarily get it. At the same, I don't even know how to put it. it's. I don't know, man. Get the fucking vaccine. It's it's that simple, man. Yeah. Just get the get the vaccine. Just get the vaccine. It's it's pretty simple on even like some flu shot shit. It's like yeah. you should get the flu shot because or people get the flu shot because you're less susceptible to getting the flu. It doesn't mean you cannot never get it again. Like you can never you might get, still it, get it. Yeah, but, but you, you won't still die might get from it, it. But yeah. it'll be a lot less, and you're a lot better chance of not getting it. So that that's that's all it is. It's just like wearing a condom or not wearing a condom. Yeah. It's like like that. That's all it is. It's yeah. like yo. You you're advised to, to to do this because you're less susceptible to getting COVID nineteen, and if you do get it, the effects will be a lot less, and you're a lot less you're a lot less likely to get it, so you won't spread right. it. It's very simple shit. 
Listen, man, if you drive in a car, you wear a seatbelt. You might still die, right. but there's a less chance. If you ride exactly. a bike, wear Simple. a helmet. Ride Simple a bike, wear that. a helmet. If you, if you fall off and get hit by a car on the bike, you might still die, but you protect your head. It's like, th- it's literally that simple. It's it's, it's that it's football. that simple. In football, guess what? Players still get hurt, but they wear pads to lessen the chance of getting hurt. Or they should so they just not go out there with no pads. It's like, it's, hey, you might still get hurt. It's that simple, bro. It's that simple. So it's, it's just really like when they get simple. up there and they just start talking that craziness. Um, I, I can't, I can't, I can't vibe with it, man. I'm like, interested hey. to see how far Kyrie pushes this shit because Yo. listen. If he's sticking to, you know, Kyrie Irving and what he's been, how he's been acting the last couple of years or what he believes in, this money shouldn't matter, right? No, no, you you're, man able, principle, hey, you're a man of principle, right? You're a man of principle, right? You should just be able to go write this bread off and it's not that you already got and, some. And you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. The 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 problem that I'm gonna have is if he if, if all this shit happens and he says all this other shit, and then when it's money time. Motherfuckers is getting the and vaccine, and, and your, your, your check is cut in half because yes. you're only playing in 41 games. Yes, and you're getting, yeah. and now, and now you're getting the vaccine. You're gonna be at Walgreens like everybody else. This was a bunch of cat bullshit nonsense, right? Because th- that's how I see it. Would and, you hear what Lillard said yesterday? I think Lillard, Lillard put it the best. He was, I mean, he was like, "Look, man, when they asked me if I want to get it, I said, yeah. Can I bring my family too?" Facts. So yeah, you're you're right onto it, man. Like yo, the money. Yeah, wait until it's time to start losing cat because everything that Kyrie's done, he hasn't given back any money yet. Hey, facts. He hasn't given back a dollar yet. No media day, no money. It didn't matter. Sabotage in Boston, he still got paid. Yeah, trying to get out of Cleveland, still got paid. All Go, the weird shit last year, still week, got paid. Week off, Going to see your family, mental health. Yep, still got paid. Went to the birthday party with no mask, still got paid. But you don't show up for 41 games. Or you get ruled out of 41 games. If I'm the Nets, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. We're paying you to play in these games. It's a game check, right? Just like you would want to get paid if you have to play more games, right? You're not going to get paid as much if you play less. Same thing to Wiggins. You're not even from here, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like let's keep it real. Like, you don't really have a choice, my man. You're here on whatever. On I don't a think work visa. You're on a work visa, right? fam. Yeah, and if you ain't working, you don't visa. It's pretty simple. Right. So, hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is the rules of the game. Like, I think, go. I think that is a big thing. Every single thing that Kyrie has been able to do, where 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 he's saying, you know, mental health or you know his belief or how he responds to the media or what he says and pawns and whatnot, everything else, right? I, I need a week off for mental health and you're out with your family. That's fine. It hasn't costed him a single penny. Not a dollar. Not a dollar. And and I don't know if it hasn't costed it hasn't cost him a ton of money. Like period point. Endorsement money on Nike's still write his check. So like everything is all Gucci. Now it's the it's the getting time because are you getting ready to give up half your salary? To, a very, to stand, a very large one at that. And half for him is about what 16, 17 million. To stand by this belief, which is fine. I yeah. get it. You can believe yeah. that. Believe and whatever I, and, you want and, to. And, and I and I back him on that for standing tough on what he believes. That's great. But if you're gonna do all this chirping about what you believe, and then when it's money time, you're getting the vaccine, everything you've been saying is bullshit nonsense. Yeah, cap. That that's that's how I feel about it. So Stay tuned on uh, on the vaccine talk and Kyrie and Brad Beal 
and Wiggins. You said Wiggins got to go. You're not so from not here, dog. Hey, hard, bro. It's easy, hey, Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, exactly. Hey, bro. We got the ice over there. Hey, hey yo, man. You get your vaccine stamp. Hey, bro. Toronto. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, quick flight up north, baby. Nothing, man. San Fran to Toronto. That goes multiple yeah. times per day. Listen, Sam, hey, hey, check it out. back to tell him to play in the Canadian League. Yeah, for sure, bro. Go play out there. The Canadian so hoops goofy, league. Goofy ass. <laughs> you're not even in, you're not even positioned to hold up your team like that, boy. Oh, uh, that's funny. And he, yeah, come on, man. All right, let's get into a little cap, no cap. NBA Media Day Edition is the focus for most of it. We got a little LeBron in there. But, Ronnie Bron. Let's actually start with Bron. Let's kick off the capper no cap. LeBron was on the Manning telecast last night, Monday Night Football. First of all, he was saying that he was getting – he said Jerry Jones offered him a contract in 2011 when there was an NBA lockout, and so did Pete Carroll. Yeah, so did yeah, 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 and then here's a clip of him talking about playing football in high school, and he actually he actually did someone bogus. We'll we'll get back to that. But here's LeBron last night with the Mannings on Monday Night Football. Tight end, oh. 6'8", 250. I mean, <laughs> what kind of throw was that? Who was your quarterback? He couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even get the ball to you on a sound team. it to you. One hop in it to Listen. you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think uh, if I would have had a, a better quarterback in high school, I might would have continued to play football, but I took way too many hits. That, that led me to the basketball court. <laughs> hey, Capper, first of all, LeBron is petty for throwing his high school quarterback yeah, under the for bus. Real. Like Buddy that. was just chilling last night watching the game. <laughs> Did not expect to, to hear or see himself, and then look what happens. Yeah, that's petty. But Capper, no cap. Big Nick the Quick. LeBron James... In the NBA lockout, could have just flipped over and made an impact. Could LeBron James have made an impact in the NFL if he signed for the Cowboys or the Seahawks? Cap or no? No, no, no cap. Cap. Hundred percent cap. I mean, he's a great athlete, but there's great athletes over there. You can't just you can't just go to the NFL and just decide you're gonna you're gonna dominate a bunch of people who have been doing this for the last 20, 30 years of their lives. Um, so that's cap. It would have been interesting. It would have been fun. You know. But he would have again. He just told you he would have taken one hit and be like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm forget about this. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. Hey, uh, tight end, tight end. You would have caught a linebacker. Like, no. Nah. And, and 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 trust me, folks would be lining up to be the guy who takes bronze heads head off and ends up number one on Sports Center top ten. So and this is, is cap. And this Big is the time cap. But no this, cap. <laughs> and this is the 2011 NFL. Yeah. Yeah, not, before, yeah, it's before this you is got protected. Not the, this is not the 2021 NFL. Yeah. Cats were still getting clapped. Absolutely. Legally. In 2011. Legally. Yeah. Legally. So that's cap. <laughs> no uh, fine. That's, that's a lot of cap, actually. So I thought it's funny. I thought it's funny that they sent him jerseys. Uh, he was talking like he really could have done it. Shout out, Brian, <laughs> man. I think he probably could have went out there. I think he would have needed some time. He could have made an impact. He's too big. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I think he's just that big to where – can you imagine hitting him in the scene? Bro, see, you, you see how Brady hits Gronk? My gee, LeBron is – LeBron is – Well, so they said the red, the red zone package would have been fine because he wouldn't have to worry about going over the middle. Going and over getting, the middle yeah, and yeah, flat. yeah. If he catches it, you know it's hitting you. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. The red zone package for sure. Put him in the jump ball situations. Like, yeah. He would have been situational. 
situational. Bron, Bron ain't going out and run blocking on fucking first down. Situational, <laughs> Bron. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's not going after. We saw Miles Garrett on Sunday. What's what's Bron doing with that? He ain't yeah. cracked back it on Miles Garrett. No, I sir. feel it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's another one of my favorite. Um, Clips yesterday from NBA Media Day. Jalen Brown talking about something that he doesn't own and wanted some input on. Here's Jalen Brown yesterday, NBA Media Day for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. So I haven't, I've been in the NBA for six years now. I still haven't gotten a car. So I, I think it's time, probably. So now <laughs> I, I wanted to go electric, some environment friendly. But I mean, I, I opened it up to, you know, the fans and support to see what they had in mind. And Jamal chimed in and and we just had a good back and hey, forth. Maybe one will show up on your doorstep tomorrow. <laughs> My birthday is coming up, so if anybody there out go. there would oh. like to give me a car. I mean, it's on Jamal. It's public knowledge now. Like, he's he's kind of tied into this, so he has Jamal, to Jamal, well, we can open it up to anybody. Uh, <laughs> whoever, whoever out there wants to do that, that'll be great for me. Shout out Jalen Brown. Yo, it's not really cap or no cap, but let me ask you this. You're, you're a rookie in the league you get your deal what what what, what car are you picking up are, are you gonna are you gonna be the smart rook and pull up in like the little toyota truck or are you gonna be the you're gonna be the loud rook and pull up in, in the in the porsche 911 turbo probably the, i don't know Benzo. where am i where am i drafted 15th right outside the lottery so i'm getting a couple million per year Nah, I'm probably grabbing like a like a Jeep or some shit like that. Some light. Yeah, but it's gonna you know I'll probably throw some dubs on it. Um, <laughs> you know, don't have all that, but, I, but I'm not I'm not I'm not grab like I might grab like the SRT. You know what I'm saying? Like the SRT yeah. Jeep or like or like the Trackhawk or some shit like that. But I'm not going out and grabbing like the the the, the two hundred thousand dollar because it's stupid. Yo, what do you think he's been doing, bro? He just been Ubering. taking Ubers? He probably lives downtown, travels to get, get Ubers to the facility, or maybe the team provides him some sort of transportation. And outside of that, doesn't really need a car. My question is more like in the offseason, because you know all these dudes stay in L.A. So yeah. it's like, how is he getting around L.A.? But maybe, or maybe his guy, well, I guess, but his guy would probably get the car from him. So I don't know who's driving him around. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, would like, I would like to know how Jalen Brown yeah, is getting around. like, fuck it, Ubering. But I know, you know, maybe, yeah, shit, maybe, yeah, that's, that's wild. Especially because he signed his deal, too. Nah, bro, so, he don't care about nothing. Yeah, it's not the money. Nah, shout out to him, man. Shout out Jay Brown, man. I fuck yeah. with Jalen Brown. I like Jalen Brown a lot, too. He's a good Hey, player. that's another team that's going to show up healthy, and all and of people, a sudden they're going to – People don't expect a lot, or people aren't giving them a lot of talk like, yeah, because they've kinda, underachieved. Exactly, exactly. Well, Brad so. Stevens, instead of getting fired, got moved upstairs, so. What yeah, a, better job. What a more power. Yeah. Less wins, more power. Hey, man, we love you, man. Here's just more money and more power. <laughs> Less wins, more power. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point with them, though. I think, um, what, so they, they got Tatum, Brown. Who they replace Kimbo with? Uh, my man that's poor, the $7 million poor guy, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, yeah, Schroeder, that's right. Yeah, stole Schroeder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's making a joke about it. That's yeah. Too funny. Yeah, they got Schroeder. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Because I, I man, Schroeder's going to be locked in. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to worry about him showing you know, up. His locked. wife was like, "Hey, bro, you need to go out there and recoup this year, boy." Yeah, he's going to be locked. <laughs> he's going to be locked. I think that he can get a lot of his money back, but it won't be with the Lakers in LA with LeBron nah, competing nah. for possibly yeah. a title. Living in LA for twenty million a year. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's interesting. All right, we're back to cap, no cap. I'm gonna. I'm going to I'm going to give you the the Doc Rivers first. This is Doc Rivers 
on Ben Simmons yesterday. They asked him about, you know, of course, that's all he was talking about. And Doc was starting to get pissed off. But here's a here's a clip of them asking Doc Rivers about Ben Simmons, and is he still a good player? I still think the world of him. I think the world of him as a player. Just because he doesn't do certain things that you want him to do doesn't mean he's a bad player. He made the all-star team. He was one, he was, I don't know what vote, he almost won the defensive player of the year award. Cap is 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 Doc capping or is it no cap? I don't think he's capping, bro. Um, I think that, yeah, emotions were running high last year when they asked him that question about can you win with him as a point guard? He said no. But I think now when you're getting down to it and you're realizing, okay, we're not going to trade him. We can't trade him right now because we can't get what we want back. But he's not going to come here. So at this point, we just don't have him. We don't have anything to replace him. You're starting to realize, like, yeah, this situation probably didn't go the way that we thought it would. Right, or maybe I shouldn't have said that, or maybe we could have played this a little bit differently, at least to where he would still feel comfortable enough to come into the building. Um, because he seems dug in, and we were talking about this the other day at Edder's crib. It's like, yo, I'm he's dug in, like he's okay with not making or whatever they could do because they they could not pay him, right? He's okay with not making this 30 million or whatever it is. Like, talk about a guy who's gonna say, Yeah, I'm not gonna take the money, because that's what's gonna happen with him, refusing to show up. We've never seen a guy hold out of NBA training camp. We've never seen an NBA player just say, hey, I'm not going to show up, right? Like, I, I, I'm i under contract. I'm under contract for the four, next four years on a Supermax, and I'm just not going to show up. And I think they're realizing that about him. Like, yo, he's saying don't fly out to me. He's putting out in the media. I'm done with Joel. I'm done with y'all. You threw me under the bus. Whatever you want to say about Ben Simmons, right? I have my own opinions on him. He is very much dug in on this. And I think Doc is like, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying I don't love him. Like, yeah, we would like to have him here or be able to trade him. And now it's just like, yeah, I don't think it's cap at all, man. Like Ben Simmons is an asset to them, right? You can talk about what he doesn't do, but they still would much rather have him than not have him and especially not have him and not, not have replaced him with whatever you would have gotten back in a trade. I think, uh, I think a lot of that is cap. Okay. Because what he's saying is true. He's a good player. Yeah, he plays really good defense. But I think, honestly, coming off of what he said after the playoffs series is really how he felt. Because he was in it. He was there. Yeah. It's not like fresh eyes, new season, like, oh, he's a good player. Of course we could still win with him. Man, I'm telling you, right after the fact of us losing in the playoffs, I don't know if we can win with this dude at that point. We're playing four on five on the offensive end. I don't know. We I don't know if we could win playoff series playing four on five on offense because that is what we're doing right now. He told you. He told you straight away right after. I, I get emotions are running high, but I think that was him being truthful. I think, like you said, the shit's not going how they thought it would go, and they're a little frustrated answering questions. And I think they also, which I agree with, are a little tired of. People are essentially saying Ben Simmons is trash. And Doc is like, no, 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 chill out on that's that. Not what, that's not what we were saying. Yeah. yeah, chill out on that. He's not trash. He's a good young player still, plays great D. He No, he doesn't shoot it like you guys want him to shoot it. But, hey, man, that's a big part of the league right now. So yeah. say what you want. Um, all right, last one before we get out of here. Cap or no cap on Dame Lillard's comments about the Blazers coming into the year? Here's uh, Dame Lillard on the Blazers. We've gotten so close before. Uh, and the, the league gets better every year, but 
Um, we got there by just being a unit. You know, we got to the Western Conference Finals being a unit. We got there by believing and, you know, sticking together and just doing things the right way. And, uh, you know, me and CJ have been together a long time, and we, we feel like that's what it is. You know, we can we can get there, and once we get there, anything can happen. You know, anybody can be beat. Uh, it could be anybody's moment. So uh, that's how that's how we see it. Do you believe what Dame is saying? Cap or no cap? He really believes the Blazers can get there and then anything can happen. I think he wants to believe that. And I think Dame is a is a is a can-do attitude about things. I don't think you'll ever see him. Maybe we'll see how the season goes, but I think he I think he respects the fans in Portland, the organization. I think he's one of those guys who realizes, like, yo, I was coming out of a small school. They took a chance on me. They've they've invested heavily in me. They've loved me so much. So I'm not gonna come out there and trash them. But if you were to put him up against the 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 the, the, the polygraph or whatever. <laughs> That joint is dancing, bro. It's, it's, it's doing jumping jacks. You know what I'm saying? So, no, he doesn't believe that. He looks at his roster. He's like, what did we really do? Okay, we paid Norm Powell. Still me, CJ. You know, we didn't we didn't necessarily get any better defensively, which is the biggest thing that we need to do. I don't need more offense. I don't need more people that can score the ball around me. I need people who can stop people from scoring the ball around me. I need more versatility. I need more lineup flexibility. I need a four who can guard. I need bigs that can guard, that can block shots, that can protect the paint. I can get you 30, right? So we're, 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 we're a quarter of the way there from offensively just with me, plus my eight assists, right? So we're really like 35 40, 35% there with just what I can bring offensively, right? So we can figure out the rest of that scoring. But defensively, we need some guys who can play D. We need, some, we need, some, we need, a, we need someone that you can pair with me that's going to make me better. And you didn't do that over the offseason. You didn't go out and grab anybody. You didn't go out and make a headline move. <coughs> excuse me, a headline move, a splashy move, right? Like, and I think that that's what they needed to do. I don't think this was a roster where it's like, hey, we tweak here, tweak there, and we're right there. This is a roster that needed something to change it up, to change the identity of who they are and, and to really maximize no them. And there's no identity change whatsoever. It's still the same team. You still know what they're trying to do every night. They're just trying to outscore you. And we've seen that you, that you just can't win that way in the NBA. It's not, yeah, it's a race to who scores the most points, but not it's not that cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get stops. You have to stop people from scoring, man. Like, Dame, can, and, and you need this heroic shit from Dame all the time. And it's like, yo, eventually, like, they, they go into playoff series, right? The bubble was the best example. They go into playoff series, and it's like, yo, Dame, go out there and get us 40, make a last-minute shot, in the fourth quarter, make shots that that seem ridiculous, where you're you're pulling up from all over the place. Like you have to do that for us to win. And guess what? We still might not win a seven game series. Like that's not sustainable. So if you're Dame yeah. and you know, like man, I got to put on my cape. I I think daily. Out yeah, there. daily, nightly for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think what Dame he believes it, but it's cap. I also think. The the true, I guess, feelings of what's going through Dame's head is earlier in the summer when he was like, I want to get up out of here. Because, hey, if you guys remember, Dame was knocking on the door trying to get out of Portland. And now I think he's in a situation, and this is just my opinion, he's in a situation where he's starting to feel that, like, you know, hometown, they gave me a chance, that loyalty factor. And he's like, okay, we got Chauncey Billups in here. 
We got to change that head coach. Let's see what we could do with Chauncey. We know we know me and CJ could put up points. We've been there before. But if this shit starts to go bad and it's and, and they're very mediocre the first half of the year, I think Dame is gonna be back on the hey man, it's time to go. You think he'll actually finally like I've, say it? Like really push for it. Like, hey man, I've given you guys every single thing I can across the board in every in every aspect. This roster, this team, this coach, this new coach and Chauncey Billups, what we're doing is not enough to compete in the West. So I, I, I'm going to have to get up out of here. Well, it would be crazy to see him move in the middle of the year, but I don't think it's out of the realm. Well, and the issues have been the same issues for years. Like, I, I remember last year when they re-signed Cantor and you guys were like, oh, that's a great move. I was like, no, they're just yeah. doubling down on the same thing they already have. A guy who puts up shiny offensive up. stats but yeah. can't stop anybody. Yeah. He can't play him in the final 10 minutes of a ball game because he cannot get a stop. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it, it looks good. It sounds good. And on certain nights, it'll be fantastic. But in the long run, it's not what they need. Like, you, they need to go. They need to ship out some offense and bring in some defense and understand that you have a, a top five offensive player, top ten offensive player who on most nights can carry you. Like, we watch the – we talk about this all yeah. the time, man. You get down to these playoff series, and it's really one or two guys – that are doing it, doing the heavy lifting most nights. The rest of it is getting stops and guys playing their roles, right? Like my Milwaukee wins it. Why? Because Giannis is going for fifty. Yeah, thanks. And everybody else is, and Drew is locking up, and Middleton's hitting the timely shots. But it's not like yo Giannis, you gotta go for fifty. Chris, you gotta go for fifty. We need to find another guy that can go for fifty. It's like yo, we need our main guy to go for what he does and go off and be unstoppable. The rest of the guys to play their role and get stops. But if we can't stop anybody, we're not doing anything. Thanks. And they they just they have neglected that. And you've gone with these mellow and canter on your front line. Like, come on, dog. Like, who what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And Dame is your point is your point guard. You know, he's not stopping anybody up on the perimeter. So the guys are getting into the lane. Who's there to stop a mellow and canter? It doesn't make any sense to me, man. We'll leave it there. NBA Media Day in the books. Go check out all the footage, man. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Luca's in shape. Bulls got a whole new roster taking pictures. It looks good. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Drop a review for us. It really helps us. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, we're everywhere. Stitcher, wherever you listen to pods, we're on there. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.